Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. All right, and welcome back to the Bible Breakdown. I am your host, Kat. I am T. Yeah, you are. Um, thanks for everyone for joining us. Um, we're we're back for another exciting, blasphemous Bible breakdown. Well, I mean, blasphemous for you. I'm doing no blasphemy, no such thing. I mean, this is. I think this is the textbook definition of blasphemy. Yeah. I, I just don't have any problem being blasphemous. I'm just good with it. Um, Sure. I mean, who are we really hurting? All those good Christians. You know what? I think they're going to be just fine. They're overturning abortion rights for women. It's a big goal of theirs for a long time. They have a lot to celebrate this June. And I don't think everybody really understands, like, how the government, our government here in the USA works because they, like, the story dropped a while ago, but people don't understand like the rulings go into effect in June when the Supreme Court is like in recess. So, yeah, that's terrible. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I don't have much to add to it other than what we've already discussed on and off air. Um, it's all about control. People just want to control everybody else. I don't. Again, I don't agree with uh, the whole "you're killing a life" or whatever. Because whatever is inside of you know my body, I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do. So I mean, that's just it's just my opinion about it. Women are obviously squishy three D printers, and if they don't want to constantly churn out other human beings, we should throw stones at them until they die. Yeah. At least that's a, I think that's a popular perspective of the Bible. Let's see today, though, because, um, oh, this is the one with the song. I remember this from school. You were talking about that. Um, yeah. Before we jump into that, a movie that I saw this week was happening, and it deals with uh, 1950s abortion. So, it was a fantastic film. I highly recommend. It's probably going to be not at mainstream theaters, but if it is, it's called Happening, um, directed by Audrey Dewan, um, D-I-W-A-N. You sent me the trailer. It looked fantastic. It was great. And it's basically, um, it speaks to the time here in America and, uh, or the United States, because there's more than one America. We dumb motherfuckers should stop saying America because. Or we could just start calling. Yeah, call it whatever the, the natives United, called it. It's United States. Oh, well, I mean, we could do that too. But anyway. But I mean, we have America in the title, though. So that's how it just kind of. People are lazy, yeah, and you know but that. South and Ameri- as long as we're talking South about Americans don't be say, I'm American. Yes, they do. Do they? Yes. South <laughs> Americans say, I'm American. Well, they say it in Spanish, but yeah, or Portugal or Portuguese, but yeah, they do. We'll they, get a fact they, check be naming, on that. they be naming their kids America. We'll get a fact check on that. But anyway, um, <laughs> please do. Happening is going to be um, my prediction for if Roe v. Wade is, in fact, overturned. 
This is exactly what's going on. It already happen. is. It just doesn't go into effect until that's the okay, thing they well, did. So it already, I mean, okay, it'll well, go into this, effect, but that's, they already that's, did it. That's what's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. Women are going to be giving themselves bathroom abortions and shit. So. Exactly. It's all the changes that poor people will not have access to safe abortions anymore. It doesn't stop abortions. It just stops safe abortions. So yeah. Just like oh, and banning also, like, guns doesn't stop criminals from getting them but that's a whole nother argument we don't need to go down today actually it does a good job of it you can mm. ask canada japan australia Criminals will still, will still get not them. as much as they do here and no they don't it's not worth it like honestly like they really don't have the same problems we do like the, we have the mass shooting problem nobody else does they had one mass shooting in australia in like the 80s and was like is that the i don't is that the issue because people have access to the guns or is it that i don't think that's the issue i don't think i think both are actually we just i just said people are lazy so if it's a hassle people are less likely to do it so it's super easy to get guns here so people do it yeah but that's not going to stop a crazy person from going in and shooting most people are lazy like even crazy people so if it's really really hard and expensive and illegal to get guns like they're making abortions illegal. Like, yeah, it becomes a problem when you make stuff illegal. It's not like it's just like, oh, I'll just do it anyway. It becomes a big hassle and it's really expensive. You might have to go somewhere else. It's easier to track you doing it. Like, yeah. But is in Canada and Australia, are all guns illegal or is it just specific? No, ones? they can have, yeah, like rifles, stuff that it's hard to do a mass killing with. And it's and there's like regulations around it and stuff like that. But we, we're not here to even talk about that. Like the the idea that like we don't have a gun problem is ridiculous. Like I never that's, said we don't have a gun problem. Or the fact that like making gun control doesn't make a difference. Like these other countries, they don't have these problems because they're as a society, they've decided like it's more important to be safe than for everybody to have murder weapons. But also, while we're talking about other media, I watched uh, Love, Death, and Robots this weekend on Netflix. It was amazing. So since you can talk about your thing, I'm going to talk about my well, thing. Well, my thing was related to specifically. To what? Is, the Bible? Yeah, your, that has nothing to do with the price of tea in China. But still. You don't even know what the death and you haven't watched it? How you know? What was it about? Enlighten us. It has a lot of stuff. It has a lot to do about, like, um, engaging other cultures like they do it as species but like they're all like small little short stories it's beautifully it's it's all animated and it's all different animation styles different um writers different it it was it's amazing tap in and also before we run out of time let's do last time on bible breakdown aaron and miriam was jealous of moses um miriam got the blame for that she got sent out into the desert because you know bitch was running yeah she got punching yeah um there was complaining of the <laughs> fucked up shit in the desert and then complaining in the desert instead of god you know just a either not putting them in that situation at all um was just like hey moses i'm gonna take the basically your your energy off this and put it on everybody else and then that just made them more pissed off so i don't really think that was a total solution and then there was also the um what was it uh oh departure from sinai um, which was that the one where Moses's stepfather came to him and was like, Hey, I'm out. Or was that last, was that the time before last time? I think that, I don't know. I don't know. I just know Moses's stepdad didn't take much convincing to stay with the group. It's not his stepdad. It's his daddy. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. St- his father-in-law. I said stepdad. Yeah. 
Yeah, you did. It's okay. You know, everybody mistakes. That's why pencils have erasers. Oh. Fun fact, uh, my great-grandmother told me when she was alive that when she was in school, they wouldn't let them use the eraser. So you had to scratch it out. And I don't know why that was a thing. And it actually seems very stupid. I mean, I get it because erasing things on paper makes the paper uglier, but sometimes but then just don't write so hard people like write super hard i would yeah. always write really light so that it, and same thing when i'm drawing you do a light touch in case you have to go in and erase but that's just me but that's probably in the days too where they forced you to be right-handed they used to beat you if you tried to be left-handed uh, oh yeah she's i mean yeah that was, the was whole, old school that was and actually era. i'm old enough like i got beat in school like i'm old enough i for never that. got beat in school it was one of those situations where everybody like got in trouble beat, beaten but i didn't get beat by sister jerry yeah oh yeah they used to hit us with rulers like but that would be like that was those situations when one person was acting up they beat everybody yeah that's just a sentimental proponent of hitting kids these days i don't like it and actually i don't like that policy either of if one of you mess up i'm whooping everybody because i know a lot of parents have those policies too we are doing that thing where we that's don't read stupid. the bible because no, we don't feel like more it. interesting and no I didn't exactly say i, don't I didn't say i don't way. feel like it in any way no this is way interesting the bible i agree with you i don't want to i don't i'll say it i don't feel like reading the bible it's all sunday this is the whole point of getting out of church no i'm gonna read it all um, right Oh, wait, should I sing the song? Should I sing the song now or after the chapter? After. Since you were in a rush to get to it. (laughs) So, anyway. Fair. um, Numbers 13. Spies sent into Canaan. The Lord said to Moses, Send men to spy at the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. From each of their ancestral tribes, you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, according to the command of the Lord, all of them leading men among the Israelites. These were their names. From the tribes of Reuben, Shamu, son of Zachar. From the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, son Snapchat. Shaphat, son of Hori. Hori. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, son of Jephune. From the tribe of Issachar, Eagle, son of Joseph, from the tribe of Ephraim, Hosea, son of Nun, from the tribe of Benjamin, uh, Palti, son of Rapu, from the tribe of Zebulon, uh, Gadiel, son of Sodi, from the tribe of Joseph, that is the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, son of Susi, from the tribe of Dan, Amiel, son of Gemali, from the tribe of Asher, Sethuth, son of Michael, from the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, son of uh, Vapshi, from the tribe of Gad, Guel, son of Machai. There were the these were these were the names of the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses changed the name of Hosea, son of Nun, to Joshua. Moses sent uh, Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, "Go up there into the Negev and go up into the hill country." And see what the land is like, and whether the people who live in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many, and whether the land they live in is good or bad, and whether the towns that they live in are unwalled or fortified, and whether the land is rich Hold or poor. I'm sorry. Why doesn't God know this already? <sighs> he had a lot on his mind. That's fair. I'm sorry for interrupting. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> he's he's still worried about the, uh, you know, make sure... Ain't nobody fucking up the count. He's getting all his sacrifices. I don't know. He forgot all this. Um, 
anyway. Uh, da, 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 da. In, what was I? Um, I'll just start. Go up there into the Negev and go into the hill country and see where the what the land is like and whether the people who live in it are strong or weak. And well, God didn't say this. Moses said, "Ask that question." I'm just saying, Moses. God told Moses to go there, so why couldn't God just be like, "Hey, Moses, this is. I want you to go here, and you got to do." It's this, a test. This, this, He's this. testing him. How about but, even better, God? Why don't you take us to some land where there aren't some people we have to annihilate first? He's testing him. That's that's that always is, the answer. That is always the answer. Or you could just put some jingle. It's like, yeah, these are whatever. Moses is full of good ideas. Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, go up there into Negev and go into the hill country and see what the land is like and whether the people who live in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many, and whether the land they live in is good or bad, whether the towns they live in are unwalled or fortified, whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are trees in it or not. Be bold and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now it was the season of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin to Rehob near Lebo Hamath. They went up into the Negev and came to Hebron and Ahamin. Sishashi, Talmai, the Anakites were there. Okay, that was a weird sentence. Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt and they came to the Wadi Eskal and cut down from there a branch with a singular cluster of grapes and they carried it on a pole between two of them. They also brought some pomegranates and figs. The place was called the Wadi Eskal because of the cluster that the Israelites cut down from there. The Report of the Spies At the end of 40 days at the end of 40 days, they returned from spying out the land, and they came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the Israelites in the wilderness of Paran and at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told them, we came to the land to which you sent. We came to the land to which you sent us. It flows with milk and honey, and, and this is its fruit. Yet the people who live in the land are strong and the towns are fortified and very strong. And besides, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the land of Negeb. The, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live by the sea and along the Jordan. But Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and occupy it, for we, uh, for we are well able to overcome it. Then the man who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against his people, for they are stronger than we. So they brought the Israelites an unfavorable report of the land that they had spied out, saying, The land that we have gone through as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people that we saw in it are of great size. There we saw the Nephilim, the Anakites, um, come to come from the Nephilim and to ourselves we seemed like grasshoppers and so we seemed to them peace be to God alright so they went there they did not uh, find out the information that they that was satisfactory to them and so now they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do now that I'm reading this as an adult I understand why there needed to be a song because the song kind of brushes away any sort of ethical concerns about them trying to annihilate a people to take over their land. 
because I think at least me what brainwash the children early exactly like don't think critically about this because right now like the big thing right now is like everyone's like boo russia you're taking over ukraine and i agree with that sentiment for sure but there that energy wasn't (laughs) there when america was taking over iraq you know even bush he had a gap this week where he even said it but he had a freudian slip where he was talking about it and even said like it was an unjustified invasion of he meant to say ukraine but he said iraq which was true he was on some bullshit but this was the way it was explained to me that there were ten, 12 men went to spy on Canaan and 10 of them were sensible and like, I don't think we should do it. And two were like, nah, man, look at this fruit. So there's like this idea. And this is how our policy is still ruled today because people are like, well, God promised, you know, the Jews that land. It's like, are y'all paying attention to this story? Like, we should not be listening to this dude. Like, he's super into slavery and human sacrifice. I don't like it. But anyway, I'm going to sing the song. Are you ready? Sure. It's beautiful. So, like, we used to, you, this is an audio medium. You can't see it, but T can see me in the screen because we used to have to hold up 10 fingers. And because we don't have mm-hmm. any more fingers, we'd use our ears because it's 12 to represent 12. So, we'd be like, 12 men went to spy on Canaan, 10 were bad and two were good. What do you think they saw in Canaan? 10 were bad and two were good. Some saw giants big and tall. Some saw grapes with cluster song. Some saw God was in it all. 10 were bad and two were good. And then we'd sing it really fast. Um, it was like a whole thing. And, but it'd be really fun. Like singing with a bunch of people feels good and fun. And so you just go from the lesson being like, yeah, those guys who didn't believe in God were jerks. They could have been in the land of milk and honey. And you don't stop to think as a child of like, you, you can dismiss it because, well, those people didn't love God. So it's fine that they and their children were murdered. Um, no, but it's absolutely not okay. But it's whatever. not okay. You're right. <laughs> like when you stop to think about it, but then as we know as children, when you ask those kind of questions in school or church, I mean, a lot of times They're you get dismissed. hit. Oh, they just dismissed them or gave me a runaround answer. Oh, well, I'm glad that that was your experience. In my experience, yeah. people got hit. So Dude, that's um, crazy. To me. Just. I don't know. I guess I'm just at a different place in my life. I spent a lot of time around children, particularly lately. And um, the idea that somebody would think that it's like and I was one of those people like I I dated somebody early in my 20s and I believe the women's were okay. And so um, but that doesn't do anything but make your kid afraid of you. And her kids were afraid of me. And like it's funny because I was with this person yesterday and she has another daughter now after we've like no longer been together and her daughter's uh four. Um, and so she was just like snapping on her daughter and like was about to whoop her. And I was just like, I had to say something like, yo, she was a kid though. Like, like leave her alone. And then she was just like, look, my old ex partner looked at me and was, uh, and I was like, yeah, when did I become the chill one? You know, <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because it's weird to think of you as being that way. Because when I I met you, you were super chill. Like, you know, for a guy, you know, Neil Brennan has this great bit about like how testosterone is like just this crazy fuel. And he's like, man, I'm just waiting here until you're ready, bro. Like, you know, that's that's (laughs) what you got to preserve it for those moments. But But yes, I agree with you. Like I have a running joke with, um, you know, pretty much all of my friends and my cousins about how it's super obvious we don't beat our kids. 
because yeah. like they're so not afraid of us and it, it's irritating sometimes too because i am used to a certain level of obedience like because with my mom like same i grew up getting but, whoopings like but, and i don't like and i'm like really sensitive to physical pain so i wouldn't i don't think i think i maybe like got five whoopings top my whole life because i would just either don't get caught which was hard because i'm an only child so there's no one else dependent on or just walk the line just do what you're supposed to do so you don't get hit but is it i would ask all parents out there who maybe listen to this but also think whoopings are okay or even people who are not like do my children or anybody for that does do people need to fear me or do they need to respect me because i think there's a difference i really do like uh yeah there's a big difference. I don't need, like, I don't, I mean, I guess fear, because they, they always ask the age old question, would you prefer to be fear or, feared or loved? And I think I, I would want just people pref- to be afraid of how much they love me. That's such a good Michael Scott quote. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the office. Yeah, Stephen Colbert. I just want people. Not Stephen I, Colbert, Steve Carell, but yeah, Steve Colbert Steve. too. I like the Steves. Wow, the Steves are killing it. I just wanted to be respected, man. Like yeah. that's it. Like no, I think that's what we have owe the each reverence. Other, honestly, yeah. I think we should start with respect. And of course, you can lose some respect for me, but I always start as a place. That's why you know I always refer to you when we text. I always refer to you as sir. I want to keep it like in a respectful place, just as a reminder. Like to me, that's just a reminder. Like this is this I would is from a place of respect. Okay. Uh, I feel like that's too generic. Like, but sir isn't because that's more of everybody a, says sir or ma'am that's the same thing to, and well and i you know what i apologize because i'm just treating you the way i want to be treated i hate being called queen i think that's like so like for one i feel like it's just men trying not to mess up your name because they're talking to a whole bunch of other girls so if they call everybody queen oh like they're gosh. covered i go. honestly do think that's that because it's like no queen is like call me queen cat then like put the whole thing together like it's always queen that's just an honorific like that's not my I name. mean is that what you want though like I mean I'm fine with ma'am you know like if I oh, yeah. refer to you as sir you, you usually call I mean, me ma'am Sam is um, Sam <laughs> sir <laughs> that's for the non-binary people <laughs> there oh. you go there you go sir right because maybe we should come okay. up with like a, a non-gendered honorific because those are both gendered terms so like I said I just want something like um you know like maybe like Danielson and like in other cultures they use like John like it's just kind of like an extra thing just to put on to be like you know you might you know I see you okay. I don't know let's move on to various offerings this one's long too it's probably gonna yeah. suck but yeah um just a uh, last one I don't think you should be allowed to, or no, this one's people rebel. I like that better. Oh, that's perfect for me. I'm so rebellious. You are. It's still really long though. The people rebel, sorry, numbers 14. Oh, and this is the new revised standard version. I I try to say that um, just so people Mm. know which version of the Bible reading in case you want to read along and make sure we're not just making this shit up. The people rebel. Then all the congregation raised a loud cry and the people wept that night. And all the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron. The whole congregation said to them, What that we had died in the land of Egypt, or that we had died in this wilderness? Why is it the Lord brings us into this land to fall by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will become booty. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let's choose a captain and go back to Egypt. Sounds like democracy to me. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all these assembly. 
of the congregation of the Israelites and Joshua, son of Nun and Caleb, son of Japheth. Nope. Japheth who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and said to all the congregation of the Israelites, the land that we went through as spies is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they are no more than bread for us. Their protection is removed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. But the whole congregation threatened to stone them. <laughs> then the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all the Israelites. And the Lord said to Moses, how long will this people despise me? How long will they refuse to believe in me and spite all the signs that I have done for them? I will strike them with pestilence and disinherit them. I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. Moses intercedes for the people. But Moses said to the Lord, then the Egyptians will hear of it for in your might you brought up this people from among them and they will tell the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, O Lord, are in the midst of this people for you, O Lord, have seen face to face and your clouds stand over them and you go in front of them in a pillar of cloud by day and in a pillar of fire by night. Now, if you kill this people all at one time, then the nations who have heard about you will say, you know, it is because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land he swore to give them that he slaughtered them in the wilderness. And now, therefore, let the power of the Lord be great in the way that you promised when you spoke, saying, the Lord is slow to anger and abundant and steadfast love. <clears throat> The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving the iniquity and transgression, but by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the parents upon the children to the third and fourth generation. Forgive the iniquity of this people according to the greatness of your steadfast love, just as you have pardoned these people from Egypt even until now. Then the Lord said, I do forgive, just as you have asked. Nonetheless, as I live, and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, none of the people. Then the Lord said, I do forgive, just as you have asked. Nevertheless, as I live, and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, none of the people who have seen my glory in the sight that I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have yet to, and yet have tested me these ten times, and have not obeyed my voice, shall see the land that I swore to give their ancestors. None of those who despise me shall see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit and has followed me wholeheartedly, I will bring into the land into which he went and his descendants shall possess it. Now, since the Amalekites and the Canaanites live in the valleys, turn tomorrow and set out for the wilderness by the way, by the way to the Red Sea. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, how long shall this wicked congregation complain against me? I have heard the complaints of the Israelites which they complain against me. Say to them, as I live, says Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you say. Your dead bodies shall fall in this very wilderness. And of all your number, including in the census from 20 years old and upward who have complained against me, not one of you shall come into the land in which I swore to settle you except Caleb, son of 
Jephunneh and Joshua, son of Nun. But your little ones who you said uh, will become booty, I will bring in. And they shall know in the land that you have despised. But as for you, your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness. And your children shall be shepherds in the wilderness for 40 years and shall suffer from your faithlessness until the last of your dead bodies lies in the wilderness according to the number of the days in which you have spied out the land 40 days for every day a year you shall bear your iniquity 40 years and you shall know my displeasure i the lord have spoken surely do surely i will do thus to this all this wicked congregation gathered together against me in this wilderness, they shall come to a full end, and there they shall die. And the men whom Moses sent out to spy the land, who returned and made all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report about the land. The men who brought an unfavorable report about the land died by a plague before the Lord. But Joshua, son of Nun and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, alone remained alive of those men who went to spy out the land. When Moses told these words to all the Israelites, the people mourned greatly. They rose early in the morning and went up to the heights of the hill of to the hill country, saying, Here we are. We will go up to the place of the Lord has promised, for we have sinned. But Moses said, Why do you continue to transgress the command of the Lord? That will not succeed. Do not go up, for the Lord is not with you. Do not let yourselves be struck down before your enemies, for the Amalekites and the Canaanites will confront you there. And you shall fall by the sword because you have turned back from the following from following the Lord and the Lord will not be with you but they presumed to go into the heights of the hill country even though the ark of the covenant covenant of the Lord and Moses had not left the camp and the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in the hill country came down and defeated them pursuing them as far as Hormoth cool so God again just killing people for complaining yep getting out of line it, it sounded to me like the first um attempt of the israelites to have some democracy they were like i don't like what this moses dude is doing he's setting up his uh brother and all his people to be getting all the sheep and grain and yeah. we're just wandering around and then he wants to go kill a bunch of people i think we should just go back to where we was at where we know we were cool and just get in where we fit in yeah and then god was like i ain't having it i will fuck you up yeah, which is interesting because I know later God ends up, you know, basically killing Moses. So I don't know. This guy person doesn't seem super stable. He's like, why are you guys like not following me? Like, what the fuck is it? What the fuck do you think this is? I got you out of Egypt. I'd be bringing you manna and quails. I mean, I only occasionally strike down people. Do you now that's interesting? The the 10 people because once again, this seems like it's striking down democracy. Like the majority of the people who spied out, like Let's just say, for instance, because this seems like the opposite of the art of war. Have you read the art of war? No. It's a it's a cool, quick read. I mean, once again, it's better than advice than the Bible for sure. Yeah. Um, and you, if you had sent out twelve scouts and ten of your scouts were like, eh, "I'm not feeling it," and two, like super, like dude bros. I mean, one of them's name's Josh. You know, Josh and Caleb are both like, "I think we should do it." And then everybody else, including Joseph's sons, and keep in mind they're educated and hot and well fed. Because I noticed that like two of like from the tribe of Joseph were sent out. 
So they were like, everybody in them was like, Mm-mm, not a good look. And then you're, oh, they ended up dying. The Lord struck them down. Now, do you think that they really got struck down or maybe Moses and Aaron and like the Levites might have killed them? Either or. I think one or maybe the God of the universe killed them for disagreeing with his plan he had with Moses, even though he didn't give Moses very much. Well, according to you, this God is all in this Moses guy's head. So I think so. Yes. Like this is his invisible friend that he trots out as a justification for his murderous ways. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you come into the land you are to inhabit, which I am giving you, and you make an offering by fire to the Lord from the herd or from the flock, whether a burnt offering or a sacrifice, to fulfill a vow or as a freewill offering, or at your appointed festivals to make a pleasuring odor to the Lord, then whoever presents such an offering to the Lord shall present also a grain offering. One tenth. Ooh. One-tenth one tenth of an ephah of choice flour mixed with one-fourth of a hen of oil. Moreover, you shall, one, you shall offer one-fourth of a hen of wine as a drink offering with a burnt offering or the sacrifice for each lamb. For a ram, you shall offer a grain offering two-tenths of an ephah of choice flour with one-third of a hen of oil. And as your drink offering, you shall offer one-third of a hen of wine. A pleasuring, a pleasing, pleasuring, pleasing. Almost saying a pleasing odor to the Lord when you offer a bull as a burnt offering or a sacrifice to fulfill a vow or as an offering of a well-being to the Lord. Then you shall present with the bull a grain offering three tenths of an FF of choice flour mixed with uh, uh, mixed with half a hand of oil. And you shall present as a drink half a hand of wine as an offering by fire, pleasing odor to the Lord. Thus, it shall be done for each ox or ram for each of the male lambs or the kids according to the number that you offer you shall do with each and every one every native israelite shall do these things in this way in presenting an offering by fire a pleasing odor to the lord an alien who lives with you or who takes up permanent residence among you and wishes to offer an offering by fire a pleasing odor to the lord shall do as you do as for the assembly, there shall be for both you and the resident alien a single statute, a perpetual statute throughout your generations. You and the alien shall be alike before the Lord. You and the alien who resides with you shall have the same law and the same ordinance. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, After you came into the land to which I am bringing you, wherever you eat of the bread of the land, you shall present a donation to the Lord. From your first batch of dough, you shall present a loaf as a donation. You shall present it as you shall present it just as you present a donation from the three threshing floor. Threshing floor from the threshing floor. Throughout your generations, you shall give to the Lord a donation from the first of your batch of dough. But if you unintentionally fail to observe all these commandments that the Lord has spoken to Moses, everything that the Lord has commanded you by Moses from the day that the Lord commanded in their thereafter throughout your generations then if it was done unintentionally without knowing of the congregation the whole congregation shall offer you shall offer one young bull for a burnt offering a pleasing odor to the lord together with his grain offering and his drink offering according to the ordinance and one male goat for a sin offering the priest the priest shall make atonement for all the congregation of the israelites and they shall be given and they shall be forgiven it was unintentional, and they have brought their offering, an offering by fire to the Lord, and their sin offering before the Lord for their error. 
all the congregations of the Israelites shall be forgiven, as well as the aliens residing among them, because the whole people was involved in the error. An individual who sins unintentionally shall present a female goat a year old for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement before the Lord for the one who commits an error, when it is unintentional, to make atonement for the person who then shall be forgiven. For both the native among the Israelites and the alien residing among them, you shall have the same law for anyone who acts in error. But whoever acts high-handedly, whether a native or an alien, affronts the Lord, and shall be cut off from among the people. Because of having despised the word of the Lord and broken his commandment, such a person shall be utterly cut off and bear the guilt. Penalty for violating the Sabbath. When the Israelites were in the wilderness, they found a man gathering sticks as the Sabbath day. Those who found him gathering sticks brought him to Moses, Aaron, and the whole congregation. They put in custody. They put him in custody because it was not clear what shall be done to him. The Lord said to Moses, the man shall be put to death. All the congregation shall stone him outside the camp. The whole congregation brought him outside the camp and stoned him to death, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Fringes on garments. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and tell them to make fringes on the corners of their garments throughout their generations and to put a blue cord on the fringe at each corner. You have the fringe so that when you see it, you will remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them and not follow the lust of your own heart and your own eyes. So you shall remember and do all my commandments and you shall be holy to your God. I am the, I am the Lord, your God. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God? I am the Lord. God, 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 God. Got it. <laughs> Jeepers. There's a lot to unpack there, I feel. Go ahead. First off, um, I think I am going to follow the lust of my heart and my eyes, I think. Um, that's been kind of working for me. I can't blame you. You're just a slutty woman. You don't know any better. <laughs> Oh, a slutty, weak woman. Slutty, weak woman. Why you can't have them in leadership. <laughs> we, all know, we all know how not slutty men are. So definitely. You're too emotional. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just thinking because, you know, these sacrifices that the Lord needs to forgive everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the theology of the whole Christian religion, right? Like the whole point was that the Lord used to require all these constant animal sacrifices. But finally, he impregnated a young Jewish girl and she had a baby. And then when he got good and old, killed it. And that counted as the final sacrifice to finally get him to stop being mad at us. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And then we're waiting for him to come back and be like, hey, guys, it's all good. I've been gone for a while. Keep in mind, too, we're going to get to it, like, if we ever get to the New Testament. But Jesus promised he was going to come back before all of his followers died. Like, every, he was like, everyone who's here will see me when I come back. It's like, uh... Well, I mean, he's technically still out of time. People are still believing. Well, no, he meant specifically the people, like his disciples. Those 12 years. Yeah, but... I feel like it could be spun as sure. Yeah, well, obviously they have because it's, it's still going now. Like people have been <laughs> like, "Oh, this dude was obviously just on some other stuff or whatever." But um, yeah, it's and also too, I think the penalty for the guy picking up sticks was a little harsh. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't and think people... stoning people to death is like that is weird. Like that is so weird. Like the fact that that was ever cool. Like let's just all also throw it takes a long time, right? Like you have to be very methodical. Like you have to hate. Like I couldn't even do that to a dog. Could you imagine that? Like let's just take it back a little bit. It been like because you you do piss me off sometimes, right? So instead of like talking, and I mean, let's, let me put this a better way. We piss each other off, right? So what if the only way we could make up with each other is if I slit a goat's throat in front of you, or like, that's what I required of you. And then you set it on fire. Like, that's weird, right? uh, Textbook. Even back then, uh, I feel like even though we act like stuff was so stupid, like so different, like 5,000 years ago, but like. I think these were still human beings and like watching someone constantly kill animals would have been scary. It doesn't inspire, um, yeah, safety or stability. It doesn't. (laughs) And I feel like the Lord who made us would know that that's like a really important part of us, like being okay as human beings. Like we need to feel safe and not constantly under threat of this like authoritative force. Who's always like, Hey, you ejaculated in your sleep. You owe us a cow. <laughs> this is, I just, I don't that know. was, and I'm not making that up. We've, you, I'm not right. You're, you're my witness. We've been reading this. That was like one of the things you have to like make yeah. atonement for. I feel like we. Wait, I need circles. to hear you say it. What? Yes, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> See, we read more. that, right? I mean, just make sure I'm not crazy. I vaguely remember that story, yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. When I leave here, people, <laughs> a lot of this just I forget about. Um, I mean, I remember here. the, yeah. I, I, so I'm sorry. I try to be, you know, as, as entertaining and insightful of a host as I can be. But, I mean, come on. Like, I'm reading this for, this is strictly like a, What's his name? Um, Marshawn Lynch. Like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Okay. I'm not even going to fine you. I'm but saying, I'm, like, I'm we, saying that. I'm just saying, I remember us reading a passage where, like, I'm if you ejaculated in your, like, nocturnal yeah, no, emissions, I, I like, you'd have to sleep passes. outside the camp and make atonement. Right. I don't, I'm not arguing that. I'm saying the, I'm, I'm just here so I won't get fined as an apology or an understanding to the listeners because if you if you come to me and be like, yeah, remember, you know, in numbers three, you guys were talking about like, I, I read it and then I move on. I give my opinion about it in the moment. I probably should be better about that, but I'm not. And I'm human. So it's fine. I forgive apologize. you without you having to kill like two pigeons in front of me. Yeah. That's yeah, for the it, broke people. For broke people, you can just slaughter pigeons. But if you have like cattle, we're going to need that meat. And there's a certain amount of bread that comes along with it as well. And we want those ratios because we don't want any dry ass bread with your cattle that you've been raising for the uh, Lord. I just feel like this is This was a meat repetitive. hustle, people. They wrote it down. Like to me, there's no clearer way of there's no other way of interpreting this. This this wasn't a magical like to me, if this was magical, it's so disappointing. It would be like if in Harry Potter, all he did was like the what's the little thumb trick where they make it look like like my thumb is oh oh yeah you know <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't yeah. see it but yeah <laughs> sorry Listeners, guys but I did a lame magic trick 
Like yeah. that's what this be. I mean, ugh. and also too, they hate women. To me, that's enough to ignore it. I mean, I think you get enough of that without the Bible, but regardless, some of this will be um, addressed next time with the revolt because we have a revolt on our hands coming up, apparently. I bet it ends bloodily. And then there's also the budding of Aaron's rod. Sounds Ooh, sexual. Ooh, that does sound very sexual. Um, and then oh, there's... Oh, wait, that was like Aaron's rod. That was from Genesis or Exodus, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know more about this because... dying of dementia? Are we reading this together? No. <laughs> We didn't. Did we do Ex- Exodus? Was the second one? Sorry, I I was confusing Exodus with Revelations. First of all, uh, second, that's a big I always think yeah. for some reason I always have Exodus is one of the last books. I don't know why. Don't. But also, what did you say about that's what we read in Exodus? What happened? Well, it was something I always I I vaguely have a a, a memory of how it always sounded like a porn title like Aaron's something right I remember us addressing that like yeah I mean it's just the return of the also you have like you spent a lot of time in the church like when I went to Catholic school it was just like again I went to school we went to church at school but like my on the weekends like I kind we kind of went to church sometimes but like I only really went to church when I was with my aunt which and, is my I, and, sister. and honestly, the Catholic Church doesn't read the whole Bible, like the liturgical cha- calendar. Yeah. Like they, do, it's not their goal to go through the whole Bible. They really do cherry pick. Like yeah. having gone to evangelical schools and Catholic schools, evangelicals yeah. are way more into biblical literalism and reading the Bible. Because yeah, so when I got to memory, Catholic school, I was surprised by how much they don't actually read the Bible. Yeah, my memory is like ESPN. You know, they just give me the highlights. Like I know the <laughs> you know the, the highlights. Yeah, I know the hits of the the Bible. I don't know. So like when I really know the deep tracks, I know deep tracks. No. Yeah. So okay. when we're doing this, this is really mostly my first time ever reading any of this shit. I know, but I'm just saying like and, and honestly, like some of the stories like I don't necessarily remember. I mean, I remember obviously the ones with songs, but like I don't remember all of them, but I do remember as re- but also too because I added them, I kind of listened to it over and over and over again, too. So there's that. Yeah, so you have an advantage. That's right. I'll stop being so judgmental. You should. Nailed it. I didn't have to kill an animal. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, so that's uh 16 through 18 for next time is what we're going to be doing. And then uh, we talked about this last time, but at some point we're going to be getting, on, getting a guest. yes actually i want to have a guest so that we can re-record the first now that we have better audio we can re-record and we have a little more perspective too now that we've been reading the bible now like we have a little more context so i would really really like to uh sit down with a guest um to get into this blasphemy you keep calling it blasphemy i just dude it's literally blasphemy no, it's. It, I'm gonna look up blasphemy. According right to, now. I'm looking it up now. No, I'm looking it up. Blasphemy act means of speaking the, the act, the act of offense offense of, of a, speaking sacrilegiously about God or God sacred profane talk. talk. <laughs> I'm gonna edit your part out. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I guess. Yes, that's literally what we just did. I'm not, but you I'm not really. You I'm can't not, have forgotten that I'm fast. Not, I'm not speaking offense. I'm just asking Dude. questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's what gets you killed in the Bible. 
Clearly. We, I, I mean, I maybe you don't feel like you're being blasphemous. I feel like I'm being very blasphemous, but and I'm being wildly disrespectful because I feel disrespected. Like they don't give a fuck about women. Why should I be respectful? Like I feel like I'm in the only group that's expected to be respectful when they're being disrespected. Like no one else. No black people. Even with men, though, I feel like men are never expected really just to tolerate disrespect. Like, you always be like, you gotta let these niggas know. It's like, yeah, like, what happens when I feel like I gotta let these niggas know? Like, you can't come I to mean, me with this. I haven't argued that. Oh, Again, good. I don't oh, want to go. We're on the same page. Not, Winning, we did it. Arguing that. I'm never arguing that, though. You just think when somebody brings an alternative view to something, that means I can't be on your side. Moving on, I think we can both agree that I'm that, not that is true. That. that is Once true. Again, there's nothing wrong with alternative points of view, but I'm going to point out if that point of view is hostile to me and I'm not going to be on board. If it's out the gate hostile to me, no, I have enough respect for myself to be like, I can't get on board with things that are openly hostile to me. And I and, I, and being I'm asked to be is disrespect, and asking me to is disrespect, and I don't ask anybody else to do that. Asking you like, to what? To be on board with people who are like to me, the Bible is openly hostile to women. So even though people don't intend it, like when people ask me to be on board with the Bible, it's hostile to me because it's already like super hostile towards women and has been used as a oh tool no, to I mean everything we've read so, so like far is it's not it's so to me it's disrespect even if it's unintended and i can i can take into account that this person isn't intending to be disrespectful but at the end of the day it is disrespect and i'm going to call it that whether i understand like for certain people they're just like what do you mean it's the bible it's the best it's the worst it's a good it's a good book it's you know yeah i'm like okay i understand that's how it's been built that's how it's been marketed that's how it's been branded but we're reading this and you said like what we've read so far is book what we've We've there's been more bad than good. Can we both agree on that? Oh yeah, this is a this isn't a good book. Like yeah, this is terrible. This isn't anything to live your life by. We just think we do. We say we do. It's branding, but actually, the good things that we have in life are from listening to each other, from being rational, from acting from a place of cooperation, from not raiding someone's village because it's like, oh, our leader, this guy, he talks to on the mountain. We've never seen him. Like every time we're about to see him, he's like, no, 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 just see me. Like he told us to come kill you and take your stuff. It's really nothing personal. It's like, mm, like mm, I'm not on board. That's not, that doesn't make for good societies. Everybody can say like the magic voice inside my head told me to take your stuff. So what do you say when people say, I, I'm going to pray for you or I'll pray for you or whatever? What do you say to that? I, I don't say anything because that's just, there's, that's. Just, oh, I'll just say thank you. <laughs> I don't even say thank you. I'm just, I usually just pivot because it's like, I'm going to, what, what would you think if I, what if I came to you and say, I'm going to mumble under my breath. Um, so, and talk to my imaginary friend so that things improve you? for you. you. That's worse than useless. It's like, yeah, that's, that's like, you remember I Anthony I guess I'm just not. had his special thoughts I'm, and prayers. Who? It, uh, he's a comedian, Anthony Jeselnik, and oh, yeah, thoughts he, and prayers yeah, and stuff that. like I that. Seen, uh, it's like, yeah, bullshit. I don't want thoughts and do prayers. Anything. I need money and action. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I just, I don't know. I, I guess I, I've come to a place in life where 
I don't know if I'm suffering from nihilism or existentialism, but uh, I just things don't bother me as much as maybe they should. Um, I recognize the injustice in the world and I'm, I'm supportive of uh, supportive of causes such as, you know, women being undervalued, underappreciated, all that type of stuff. Um, and again, I do what I can do in my immediate community to counteract that. But I, I'm not going to get into a fucking Twitter battle with you or like become this social justice warrior per se. Like I just, I, I don't am think a Twitter that... virgin. I've never been on Twitter. It's entertaining. Um, just like Reddit. It looks like a time suck. I'm also not on Reddit. The only thing I'll give myself to is Instagram. I occasionally I LinkedIn. I don't, I don't give myself to Instagram because I feel like you just get sucked in. Like I literally only, but use Twitter sort- doesn't suck you in. But on Twitter, I'm reading. So I'm literally going on there. I'm looking at current events. I'm reading. I've been the, reading on Instagram. It, actually, some of the Twitter stuff makes it to Instagram. I mean, whatever. I just, I, I personally have felt since I have uh, logged out of Facebook and Twitter, I haven't been using social media as much. Wait, you mean um, you logged out of Facebook and Instagram? I'm sorry. Yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. I haven't been using. I haven't been yeah, using that's, social media. That's your way of proving you're better than me because you're not on. No, I mean whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just like I don't. But I'm better than you because I'm not on Twitter. Okay, but I feel like Twitter just has better real time. Whatever. From what I hear, Twitter has better porn. Oh yeah, you can view porn on Twitter as well. So yeah, yeah. that's what I hear. Like the porn on Twitter is very it's amazing. Lit. It's amazing. But um, I'm actually trying to. Not that I don't have anything against porn, but I'm trying to back off a little. Sometimes porn like bums me out. That's a whole another conversation. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I haven't been doing anything. I've not. I'm not a. Not that you listeners care but I yeah care. i haven't been doing anything uh well you care because we know each other but yeah <laughs> for the but people like who, the listeners like they kind of know us i have um not been doing any dating haven't been doing any sexual stuff once um, again so you're better than me with with people um and it's been i didn't i don't know i never thought i would get to this place in my life i'm not better than you i just yeah. That's fine. You're not on Instagram and you're celibate. You're just better. For now. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's sustainable. I mean, I mean, it is for nuns and priests and shit, but I don't want to. Once again, way. like the idea that those people are celibate is hilarious. Yeah. Um, they say they not, are. It's not sustainable. It's all just me. a plot so that the church doesn't have to give their stuff to their family members. Fucking smart, man. <laughs> That's, That's why what I need to do. Is just... I mean, honestly, like, I don't like, necessarily respect the Catholic Church, but, like, I I can, it's just like with anybody, like, kind of like the Kardashians, like, I don't like them, but, yeah, I respect the hustle. Like, that takes a lot of work and perseverance, so I guess, like, a pressing people for like centuries yeah that takes a lot of effort that's what i mean when i say i respect i when i say i respect it when it comes to things that are like obviously hurting other people yeah um, like all the child rape i mean like not that i mean i I don't like that that's one of my i'm saying i I was talking i was speaking to what you meant about them wanting you to join the church so they can inherit all of your stuff i mean from a strategic because i'm i'm a tactician type person 
So like from a strategic way of thinking, I respect things like that. Um, not for not on a human level, like that's fucked up. Especially when like they're not gonna, you know, take that land and give royalties to your grandma, you know, or whatever. So I don't also too, I feel like it doesn't get brought up enough. Uh Catholic Church very instrumental in the transatlantic slave trade. Yeah, exterminate all the brutes. That is on there, baby. Yeah, nothing if, happened without the Catholic Church. Back in those days, nothing happened without the Catholic Church. So please know that part of the reason they have all this money and they have a lot of that stolen art too. And it's so interesting that they were able to do something so immoral while talking directly to the moral force of the universe. You would think at some per- point the Lord would tap the show Pope and be like, hey man like i don't think you should be like covering up all those child rapes it's like god since when did you start caring about or maybe if the lord is the lord that we think the lord is then maybe uh you know he just intervenes and shows himself and uh you know that's very convenient i would uh, i would think that would be better you know, so we can all settle this. I think now, actually, now is the best time. I think. Well, obviously, the Lord has other stuff to do, and until then, okay. he just needs to keep giving babies cancer and AIDS <laughs> until wow. we can get our shit together. This is our fault. Got it. Right. Like it was obviously like it's not his fault. Like he didn't set all this in motion. Like it's people, the people he made's fault. He just does the good stuff. All the shitty stuff comes from you people. Yeah, I mean, you've heard all this before, people. Um, with that being said, I'm gonna wrap it up today. Yeah, enjoy. This is Sunday. Enjoy your Sunday. Um, or whenever day you're actually listening to this. Yeah. Um, try to stay safe. Be a good person. You know, your body belongs to you. Your body belongs to you. Um, what else? Read books. Bible Breakdown uh, podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, mm-hmm. read other books other than the Bible. I mean, by all means, read the Bible. Like, I'm not one of those people who's like trying to ban the Bible or burn it or anything like that. Any version of the Bible people want to read or whatever, like, yeah, keep it around. It's just like, this just this isn't something to base your life off of, even though people have been telling you that's your whole life. Cool. <laughs> Until next time, peace.